0: town welcome to another
1: episode of sober baddies i'm here with elaine schuyler neal and i'm here with sarah malloy (laughs) so you want to jump on that train and ride ride into the wonderful amazing sometimes even terrifying a little bit world of sobriety
0: yep you're hanging with the sober baddies thanks for tuning in and um we're glad to have you. We're stoked to be here. We've got we've got a great episode for you today, ladies and gentlemen.
1: We've got a great topic, an amazing mm-hmm. topic. One that is mm-hmm. good for the sober curious and yeah. one that is good for the long-timers. Drum roll, yeah. drum roll. Drum roll.
0: <laughs> yeah, you sober veterans, stay with us. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So we're going to talk today about the surprising benefits of going alcohol-free. And this really applies to everyone out there. And there's so many on this list. And sometimes even, you know, sometimes when you're just starting out, you don't even know what those benefits are. And then after a while, you kind of almost forget what they are and you have to remind yourself. So that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. Like when I started thinking about this, I was, I kind of got going on this train of like why I got sober and there is not really nearly as much there as when you are standing at a sober place and you go, OMG, and then there's this too, and this and this, it's like unwrapping gifts, and yeah. you, stuff that you don't see when you go. I gotta quit. I'm quitting. This is Six. this is an episode for anyone who is sober, anyone who's considering sobriety, going, oh, should I do it? What what what's in it for me? What am I gonna get
1: out of this?
0: <laughs> what are they even? <laughs> And, and you can listen to it if, you know, you're feeling tempted or you're going, or you're going through like early sobriety and it's kind of fucking hard. And you're like, you know, what, what should I hang in there for? I mean, you can, um, you can play it for your boss. You can like sneaky,
1: like email it to your boss. If you feel like maybe they, no, don't do that. (laughs) No, but it is good though, because, you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of change in perspective in the beginning, and to remind yourself, like, why you're doing it because it gets hard. Like, even yeah. if you go through the days and you're like, this is good, this is great, this is awesome, then you've got the one person that comes out of like the cubicle next to you, and they're like, but happy hour. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, damn, I forgot about all the fun I'm going to be missing out on. Yeah. Which isn't true, as we talked about last week. But yes. A thousand
0: percent. There's a million reasons to drink. There's all you can find a reason to drink. But there are miracles on this side. That's true. Today, we've come together to talk about those miracles. So hop on. So what we have here, we... We've got these lists that we made.
1: Sarah just pulled out a binder. <laughs> We're going to uh-huh. be here a while. <laughs>
0: trapper, Trapper Keeper. Trapper Keeper, <laughs> even. That's awesome. So we made these
1: lists.
0: And um, I don't know what's on a lens list. She doesn't know what's on my
1: list. I know. We're just going to share
0: them. And I, so girl, did you do like... Did you do like an order like most important most profound I or did you just sort of-
1: them and then i also <laughs> picked uh sub a part one two b three okay so no, no, these are totally unabridged unappeti- uh, unappetizing, un- unalphabetized, <laughs> totally just off the cuff yeah but what was great about it was though when i was listing them out I started getting more excited as I was like, oh, and this, oh, and that, yeah, oh my God, this, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, there's that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. Dude. Okay. Do
0: you okay. So should
1: we flip a coin? Um, I'll just,
0: I'll I think, think you shouldn't start... have a coin
1: is the real question. I no, like it's 2021, no, do you even have a freaking <laughs> coin? <laughs> just flip your phone and see what happens. See what side it lands on. <laughs>
0: However, many <laughs> cracks the screen gets uh, is how many God. we have to do on our list. Uh, um, uh, I, okay, I'll... so we're going to go back and forth. I'm sure we have a lot of the same ones. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know which ones might, you know, the most important. I don't really know what order they're in. I think we should just start going. And, you know, ladies, folks, folks at home, we invite you to play along. Okay. Get yourself like a bingo sheet. Write down all your reasons for being sober, and then every time we say one, mark it off. There As you, you get go. A bingo. You. Then if you get a bingo, email you email us. <laughs> Fuck that! If you get a bingo, you get to revel in the beauty of sobriety. You get to there walk around with sparkles every day. Um.
1: All right. I'm so, just gonna jump out there and go first. This give, isn't my top, but. I have to say, because I don't think most of the people listening are celibate or anything. So I'm just going to go with this one, the juicy one. Get out there. (laughs) I think better sex is a huge one because hopefully this isn't going to make some people go click next but it's true yeah because
0: because anytime we bring anyone brings up sex people <laughs> run away
1: I know they're no like, I'm not gonna get into awesome. the to the TMIs of this but all I'm saying is that mm-hmm. like I think we have this notion especially because we spend so much time like trying to a- attract the opposite sex in bars and places that we kind of get yeah. used to alcohol before like all that happens. So we have this association with like alcohol and sex, but alcohol actually makes yes. sex worse. Usually oh, <laughs> I, 100%. Don't, I don't think you realize it till you take it away. And at first I've actually been in a couple sober groups um, where women are like, oh my gosh, like I can't get in the mood without booze. I don't think. Yeah. And, yep. um, and I, so I know that that's a fear as well, but once you get past that fear, it's really like, then You realize, like, why was I afraid of that? Because sex is way better without booze. Oh,
0: MG Elaine, you're so awesome! What a great, juicy, <laughs> what a great amazing start! Star. Yeah, it's it's we've it's got Dr. So uh, Dr.
1: Ruth coming on after this. Uh-huh, that be great? Uh-huh. If she just popped oh my in, god, <laughs> yeah, or Dr. Drew Pinsky, oh, is that another sex therapist or a sex? Yeah, he's the guy that used to do Lo- Love Line. Oh no. Remember on MTV,
0: Dr. Drew? Yes. Yes. He kind of has a, what I call male answer syndrome, (laughs) but he is knowledgeable. Okay. Better sex. All the yes. 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 I, I just had a baby. Okay. And so it's it's sex is kind of hard you know after your body goes through basically that entire revolution (laughs) yes and I was struggling with it I wasn't in the mood I my body was used up all fucking day long you know and it was just the last thing I really wanted and then after I quit drinking I felt like I was in touch with my body again
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: my body was able to become aroused on its own without like products to help move things along, you know?
1: (laughs) Right, right. And
0: that is like so rare. Like I I, I don't-
1: I feel like there's a guy out there somewhere like products, question mark, on a piece of paper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What products are they using to move things along besides alcohol? Just to get things, you know- How do you say,
1: Going. the word is lubricated.
0: The word is lubricated. It's like, I just. Other than vodka.
1: Wow, there's another, there's another lubricant other than vodka say this isn't so.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh. That's such a good one. And Annie Grace talks about it. She says, whatever, having sex drunk is like one thing. It's like kind of maybe for a lot of us one of the only things we really know. Having sex sober is amazing one person sober and one person drunk is
1: sucky yeah
0: all bad Mm -hmm. and in a lot of times a lot of states it's illegal (laughs) it's true it but it's it's so much better and uh listening to the did you listen to the relapse of our guy Shiki, the podcast Mm -hmm. where he he like took us through his relapse what's up shicky or if you're listening if you're one of our listeners shout out to you (laughs) He's Um, totally one of our listeners. (laughs) He better. He talked about how what he calls bedroom exercise was always much better, and so even from a man's perspective, it's better for them too.
1: Well, that's good. You're you're you've taken some notes from the uh, the Brits that you that you zoom with on Wednesdays. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I do. I know. I do try to consider myself an honorary Brit. I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) Okay. Better sex. Go a lady. What else do you want to add? Anything else for that?
1: No, no, no. Better sex. Enough said.
0: <laughs> oh, exclamation point with exclamation fire point. <laughs> All right. So the, at the top of my list, I wrote, it's the ballsiest thing you can do. You want to yeah. take a fucking pill, take a pill of sobriety. You got to look shit in the face, be a trendsetter, be a wave maker. Listen, I have a tattoo of an eyeball on the point of my elbow, okay? You do? I I didn't know
1: that. Where's that? How does that work out with the Black Widow you got going on? Oh, wow. Damn, it's for real. Okay. It looks like something that would be, is that like the, it looks like something that was like on the middle of the Ouija board. It's cool, though.
0: It's kind of like that. It's like
1: We can play Ouija on Sarah's elbow. (laughs)
0: Uh It's that nouveau traditional. I have a tattoo on the end of my elbow. Do you want to know why? Because it's the ballsiest thing. It's one of the ballsiest places you can get a a tattoo. I love the idea of jumping out there and being ballsy, which that's kind of a, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a patriarchy uh, glorifying word, but I like being bold. I like being a trendsetter. I like being like not afraid to like try something that's scary to other people. And yeah. show off how tough I am. And sobriety for me was was that it was just it's it's a badass tough thing to do. It's not, you know, it's easy getting fucking drunk every night and
1: swallowing and drinking away all your problems.
0: You know what's I not agree. easy?
1: Showing up. Yeah. So. That is so true. And you know, it's like it goes back to like it kind of goes along with something I had on my list, like identifying as a person in recovery because instead of labeling yourself as just an alcoholic who couldn't handle it, you get the opportunity to be part of like this entire segment of society who's saying no fucking thanks to the substance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that's that's clearly robbing people of their joy, their money, their health, their relationships, families, some cases their lives and you just get to be an, an all-around badass about it yep. like you get to just yep. embrace that whole like sense of, Fuck this! This is mm-hmm. stupid. I'm moving mm-hmm. on. Here's who I am. I'm here. I'm present, and I'm not doing mm-hmm. that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you walk into a room, and you take inventory of the room, while everyone else is taking inventory of their entire lives. Mm-hmm. You just you're owning your shit. You're walking tall. You saunter. You swagger. You. I just. It's. It's the most rock star thing.
1: And they're like, they're taking I love wearing it. the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many drinks can I get in an hour? Yeah. When, Not when is everywhere. this, uh,
0: when's the open bar run out? Yeah, dude. And so I just, I love that statement making. So I did that's, that's one of mine is, uh, being real, facing, facing the pain, being real, facing yeah, the dude. pain. why do I I feel like I'm
1: gonna meet you next week and you're gonna pull up on like a Harley with like fire coming out of the back (laughs) she's like damn it you guessed it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no I drive like
0: a very like grocery stroller friendly car but I do there's always a lot of like black leather and studs involved in almost anything I do Do you have like an
1: like one of those astro vans from the 80s but it's got like That's got like a, you know, crazy (laughs) mechanical sides to it. Or I don't know, (laughs) some sort of, some sort of tough girl, like modifications, you know?
0: Yep. You like the side, (laughs) the painting of like the unicorn on the side.
1: Like the door Um, has like an open thing that's on an auto track. But then like, as it opens, it's like death metal that comes out like. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There, I do play metal in the car pickup line.
1: Nice, there you go. <laughs> At school, Give me my kid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I didn't even put that on my list, actually. That's funny. Like, what? But I had this long list, but now that we mentioned kids, if you have them, you know, there's obviously right. more time that you have to spend with them. There's that. Is this
0: your turn? Are you taking your turn? This is my turn. I'm
1: taking my turn with kids, which wasn't even on my list, but I would be remiss if I didn't add them to the list, I suppose. Okay. (laughs) Kids, better time with them, you know, just being more present for them all around. Like you said, being able to be there for them, I think is, is huge and being able to set and to break that cycle as well. You know, um, I feel like I've, I've potentially broken that cycle in my family where now, instead of the drinky baton passing from my grandparents through my parents down to me, I can just stop that cycle, hopefully, and set a better example that they don't have to resort to that to be happy or to cope. Yeah.
0: That and th- they're not normalizing mm-hmm. um, that drinky, drinky, drunk, just way of being and having alcohol at every event and having right the original annie mm-hmm. okay have you ever watched it
1: starring uh, alien
0: quinn albert finney it stars uh, carol Burnett.
1: What, what was it called sorry you annie. cut out for like one second oh yeah the original annie okay maybe you yeah. should repeat that just because it cut out for like five seconds
0: Oy all right so uh quitting drinking for your kids so that they're not normalizing constantly drinking the other night we watched the movie Annie, starring Eileen Quinn, Albert Finney. It also stars uh, so Carol Burnett, Bernadette Peters, t- uh, Tim Curry. I mean, it's, it's a classic, it's golden, golden. All right, but I'm sober and I'm a grown-up. When I watched it, I didn't notice. Okay, that uh, Miss Hannigan is always drunk, and she's <laughs> she's got bathtub gin. She's got a <laughs> bathtub full of gin. And I didn't notice that, okay? My daughter is eight. She's like, the uh, the orphanage teacher reminds me of blank. Someone mm-hmm. in our life that drinks a lot, who probably will never listen to this podcast. <laughs>
1: That's probably good. But, but they're, but they're they, they do blank, so they don't know who they are.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. But it's like, there's someone that my daughter knows who drinks a lot, who- that character of that drunk and my daughter could separate that she wasn't like oh that's how all grown-ups are yeah she like can see sobriety Ugh. so yeah normalizing breaking the cycle what else with kids I feel like this one's kind of big
1: yeah um now I'm trying And to I think. don't have it
0: on my list I was looking on my list like I, I know right how, we, know how, how do we
1: how do we both happens. these two parents omit the kids on the list well I mean <sighs> you know, I mean, it's, it's everything and it parcels out into a lot of other things that we're going to, that we're going to touch on. I'm sure like there are going to be overlaps, but yeah, I mean, like for me, the biggest thing is setting a better example and being there for them. Um, And and, being
0: there for their life.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And not, you know, I mean, like there were all sorts of spooky things I was doing in, in like in parenthood that I shouldn't have been doing, like taking wine and tumblers to the playground and things Mm -hmm. that I just didn't need to be doing. And now like, that's just something that I would never even dream of doing anymore. Yep. You're just,
0: you're, you're a better parent, which means you're going to put, you're going to raise a more well-rounded, balanced, self-assured individual.
1: Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And also it's like, we're teaching them to like have healthy risk assessment. To constantly, yeah. constantly, you know, when they're climbing up the slide at the playground or whatever. I'm like, you're not fucking doing that when you're reading. And <laughs> I just feel like when they make a drawing, like I look at it closer, Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, and when they come home and they tell me about something at school, I'm actually like looking in their eyes and I'm listening.
1: Yeah. I think that's a huge, <sighs> that's a huge distinction. Like I feel like I was not listening a lot of the time or I was rushing through things because I was like, because that's just, my mind was preoccupied. And now when you remove that alcohol, it's no longer preoccupied and you want to hear what they have to say. You appreciate every single thing <laughs> that comes out of their mouth instead of like wondering where, like if your Chardonnay is down to its last little sip.
0: Yeah, yeah. And being like, when are they going to go to bed
1: so yeah. that I can like finish I can get this my mommy Netflix wine full. time. <laughs> I know, it's true.
0: People always say you bring home a brand new baby and they go, the days are long, but the years are short <laughs> and you go, yeah, I know, you know, like the days are long, but the years are short and like, you don't want to miss it. You get one shot. It's the most important thing. It's the point of it all. And you're fucking missing it because alcohol is more
1: important. Yeah. And that's so It true. breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's big and it's sad. I mean, um, I think, I think there's lots of regret that a lot of parents who drank are harboring and this, that's a whole separate topic. That's a whole separate oh, show, God. but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, once you remove it, it's huge. It changes. everything. The whole
0: world opens up. When I was very first sober, I was probably, I don't know, a month or so, you know, at 60 days, maybe. Um, I did a post on the app about how we went to stay at a hotel. My husband was working a lot. And so we went to stay at a hotel just down the road. And it was, it was at Wine Country Inn. And it was like this,
1: I didn't That's even think it's about it. was called? I
0: just, wine <laughs> Country Inn.
1: Was it in, in the Wine Country or was it like in Ohio? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it was, right? No, it was in Grand Junction in uh, Palisade. Wine Country. That's a wine Palisade country beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> kind of kind of yeah it is because they got a lot of orchards and stuff but I went because they had a screaming deal it was like the only one that had like a good pool and I like a nicer hotel like I'm not just whatever long story boring I did a post about how I kind of didn't really think about how it was wine country and how much I'd be faced with all the they give you a free glass of wine when you enter you know there's wine at everyone's table at dinner and I did this post about it was like a picture of me like eating french fries and watching bad tv on a hotel bed with my two precious babies and i was like i'm just so happy you know and somebody wrote in and i could cry just thinking about it she wrote look at those precious babies i wish i would have gotten sober when my kids were that young
1: oh that is huge yeah i do think that often but, you know, whatever stage that I think like whatever stage that people are at listening to this, if they're feeling that same emotion, like you always have the chance going forward and it's yeah. important, like we can't go back anyway. So the most important thing we can do is go forward. But I know that is heartbreaking. It is a heartbreaking sentiment to to hear and to read, yeah. I'm sure.
0: But furthermore, like when my dad was, I was like 30 i don't know 34 or 35 and my dad like quit drinking and he he tried really hard he quit he quit for like i don't know a couple months and it it meant so much we had so many cool conversations and i have pictures of us together and so like it matters it matters no matter where you are
1: yeah it's true
0: all right next item on the list i'm just gonna do the next one that i roll it's uh vanity beauty vanity skin hair and I want to age slower and I spend, I will spend so much money on lotions and potions and (laughs) waxes and all sorts (laughs) of different things. And there's, there's nothing that can, um, bring you actual beauty, like sobriety.
1: It's true though. I mean, your skin, like your skin changes even in that first 30 days. And I, I think yeah. it's something that maybe we only see, like if we took like a before and after 30 days, it just depends mm-hmm. on the individual. But like my eyeballs, for instance, like I never realized how yellow they were until like 30 yeah. days later, I looked at a picture my, my whites were actually white, <laughs> You mm-hmm. know, they didn't look hair... like you kept them in a jar of brown <laughs> vinegar. I... I know, I know. And my skin, like it, it, just like at my face. I've said this before. But my face looked like somebody, you know, pumped it up with a bicycle pump. You know, uh-huh. my hair was all brittle. My hair's still pretty dry, but like it's Colorado where we live, Sarah and yeah. I. So we struggle with yeah. dryness out here, at high altitude weirdness. But like. But yeah, I mean, like I've noticed a huge difference in my skin, my hair, even my nails, like all of those, my eyes. Yep. I want to
0: look prettier. I'm not getting any younger <laughs> and it's working.
1: Sarah looks like she's 28, by the way. And she's probably a little older than that. I'm guessing. I'm 40, so.
0: I'm 40 and proud. I'm 40 American years old. There we go. I would would not go back for all the money in the world.
1: I know, right? I know, it's so true. But man,
0: drinking does not look good on anybody. And real quick, I have to add, we started, my daughter and I, we started watching Glow Up. Have you ever watched Glow Up? No. It's it's a British makeup competition.
1: Oh, really? That sounds fun.
0: Because I can't watch the Great Britain because I've given up sugar. All right.
1: Uh-oh. I can't watch
0: that shit. I, <laughs> it's I need too bad. To That's such wins. a good
1: show too. Oh, we're
0: like in, we're like in the deep dark throes of season four and I really want to know who wins, but I can't. Anyway, we got going on glow up. All right. There's a gal on there and I hope she's not listening. And I hope this isn't like a defamation of character case or anything, but the leader of it, uh, I think her name is Valerie something G starts with a G. She's like a world-renowned L'Oreal Paris makeup authority, okay? Mm-hmm. There's only so much makeup will do for
1: you, sweetheart. Oh, it's true. Because
0: <laughs> it's got to come she from looks, the inside. You know, it's it's got to come everything. from the inside. And she looks like she drinks two bottles of red wine a night. Yeah. And, then dip- and fucking leans on makeup to do all the heavy lifting. And Guess what, dude? makeup has a limit, bro. Like, and for me too, <laughs> there was a point where I was using like thick pancakey, like
1: trying to makeup. fill in all the micro yes, lines.
0: <laughs> yes. And like the rosacea and the redness and like putting crazy things to make my skin look hydrated, you know? Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like,
1: dude, there's always so like much- Like glow dust and such like shimmer. Yeah. <laughs> There's such kooky things that they sell us women, I swear. Yeah. And guess
0: what? Sobriety is free, brah.
1: Oh, and you know what? You just brought up something, or I just thought of something that I didn't think of before is that like when you're drinking so much booze, you kind of forget to drink water that is important for your skin. And then when you take booze away, unless you like, you end up usually drinking a lot more water. Yeah. I mean, I know a few people who like despise water, but, but those people are weird. I actually really love water. Like I do
0: too. But my husband and I, like, we have this running joke about like not drinking water. It's like one of our favorite things to laugh about. Yeah. Like, like oh no, I'm good. I don't need any water. I had some water when I brushed my teeth earlier.
1: <laughs> right, you sound like, like, like my daughter. She'll be have like, you oh, seen- I need some water for breakfast.
0: I'm good I've had plenty of water. And have you seen that movie Idiocracy starring no. uh Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, a ton of bunch of other community? Well, it's about the future, and all they drink is like this drink that has electrolytes. And he's like, Well, what about water? Like, I feel like and they're like, Water? You mean like from the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> fucking water.
1: I totally am sold now. I had this former colleague that brainwashed me about like reverse osmosis water. So now I'm one of those people who buys the water, not in the, like I take the refillable jugs to like the natural grocers and refill like the 25 cent a gallon. I'm one of those people, one of those hippies walking in with the five gallon containers of water every week because I'm like, gotta get my hippie filtered water. I want to be drinking other people's antidepressants because that might be, that's another thing people don't know about the water supply is sometimes you end up drinking like other people's medications because who dispose
0: of it incorrectly.
1: Right. Exactly. Well, and you Pain. pee them out and people don't realize how water gets refiltered and circulated yeah. in this country. Wow. <laughs> and and so, then another
0: yeah. thing that's like a real issue that my dad like was really took a lot of, he was really big about was, um, Fluoride, fluoride in yeah. the water, like, like the neuropath of what fluoride does when you ingest it, whole nother subject.
1: Yeah, exactly. I could go Hydration. on about water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hydration,
0: but- beauty, water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beauty was our last one. Vanity. Elaine, it's your turn. I'm making a list of everything that we say. I'm writing it down. So maybe at I- the end, we'll do a recap.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think less stress and being less mentally fatigued is a huge one for me. Um, I could, I would get stressed out about everything drinking, like little things would set me off now. Like it really takes a lot to stress me out. Like I'll still feel stressed, but I can manage it a lot better. So maybe stress management is, is, is really the unexpected improvement. I just thought I was just a high stress I mean, I, I could always manage, manage stress on some level. Cause I had a high stress career and I always yeah. felt like, Oh, I can, I can deal with it, but I really wasn't coping with it very well. Looking back, like I was coping with it through the use of alcohol and that's how I would unwind every day. And, yeah. and it kind of just created this stress cycle that I was in. Yep. And, and so it just ended up making things more stressful for a lot of reasons, because, my alcohol use just trickled into so many different facets of my life that it just became a lot of shit became stressful, (laughs) like more stressful. um, Yeah. And so when you remove it, like I just find that like, it's, it's just things. I don't know if it's just your ability to be able to take things on as well. Like you just don't have that in the back of your mind, that chemical is not in your system anymore. And you're just able to, to like, now I'm like, throw things at me, do it. Yeah, you know? I know,
0: I know. Okay, one of the things you said was mental fatigue. And
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: I have stress on here. I have anxiety on here on my list, but like mental fatigue, that's a,
1: a you just blew my mind. Too. You just
0: blew my mind because you're, this is the thing, this is one of the things that really was a nail in the coffin for me and alcohol was when Annie Grace said, what happens is you have a glass of wine to unwind and then you know the after effects of that it calls back out for itself so it creates stress chemicals in the brain to call out for itself so that you will quell those chemicals again yeah. so the thing the thing that you're doing to calm those feelings is actually what's causing those feelings and that was that was such a that was a mindset shift for me it blew my fucking hair back i don't know why i didn't think of it before but
1: well, I don't think we would. That like, it's not something that we realize, like, because we just, we just think our lives are stressful. This booze is the answer. This solves my, all my problems. Everybody resolves their problems this way. Everybody does the after work drinks. I don't think ever, anybody thinks like, oh, this is actually contributing to my stress and my fatigue.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so, how, is, how and I had mental fatigue and I had stress and I had anxiety because it was all coupled with the baby, you know? And I was just wondering like, how much milk did she get? Which nipple is bleeding? How much sleep did she get? What does the other one have a lunch pack? Where's her shoes? Is there sunscreen? You know, like I had a lot going on, but then it's also just like work, credit cards, housework, you know, schedules with other people. Like there's so much going on, but just like you said, like I still have stress, but I can manage it better.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of things roll in and you're like, oh, we need, okay. Somebody just saw the the catalytic converter off of our car. Okay, well, we got Uh, a savings account. That's what it's for, I guess. That still sucks. It doesn't take away that things still suck and that bad things happen and that you're going to have emotions around them, but it's like just easier and less stressful, I feel like, to handle them because alcohol isn't like notching up that, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And that's the mm -hmm. thing. And that feeling of
0: helplessness It's like, you go, someone sought off the catalytic converter and you go, all right, what are some possible solutions? What are the resources we have? What's the most important thing? Let's put first things first. What are our priorities? And you, and you can do that with a, with a
1: clear mind. Yeah. And I think like when I was drinking, if that would have happened, my brain would have been like, what the fuck, why is this always happened to me? Why Why is this happening to me? I know. Why is this happening to me? Like, well, how come, like, how come I get to do that? Like, Oh, people suck. All this bitterness, yeah. you know? Yes. And that's the thing. Yes.
0: Like I'd start
1: blaming the world and everything in it for my problems instead of yep. being like, okay, well this happened. You know what? I can't do anything about it and and I might as well just solve the problem. That's the thing. Yeah, or just
0: like mope around and go complain about it and and waste a bunch of energy. Honestly, <laughs> Like you spend so much energy being angry and resentful yeah. and like telling everybody at work what a bunch of bullshit drama it was. <laughs> and then the fucking guy at the mechanic shop couldn't even get me in till next week. And it's like,
1: <laughs> that's uh... so true. I know it. And then everything just becomes nuts. And, and it's like, it's not your fault. It's not the booze's fault. In fact, you're like thinking to yourself, when can I get... Oh, I gotta go make sure I pick up some vodka because I deserve this vodka. This shit that this whoever saw that off of my car, you know. Oh my god, yep. so many things. And then you
0: have to go get Botox because you're so your fucking brow is furrowed all the time. So you have all these other problems. Okay, stress and mental fatigue. I know I wrote that one. I mean, I wrote. Just to piggyback on that, I did write mental health, depression, and anxiety. And do you yeah. think that's the same? I mean, mental health, depression, mental anxiety health, yeah. is that yeah. thing where the alcohol creates it. It is created by alcohol. And every time I do get, whenever I get slightly tempted by alcohol, I always think those people are drinking a serving of anxiety.
1: Yeah. And they
0: don't feel it now, but they'll feel it tomorrow. And I don't want that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it, it do, always turns me away.
1: I do think it's kind of mental health is kind of, it's, it is, is all, you know, I mean, yeah, less stress is part of mental health, I suppose, but yeah, mental health is definitely could be its own category for sure. It's huge. It's, it's
0: huge. I'm going to, I'm going to do an easy one and it's money. Yeah. It's money. I. For me, it wasn't as profound because my husband literally makes alcohol and he gets it brought home. I, you know, but I still had liquor store charges on my card, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't like spend as much as people did, but if you added up how much I drank in dollars, it was a lot.
1: Yeah, or bar a bills. Lot. You know, you guys went out, I'm sure, especially being totally. like industry people, you know? Totally,
0: totally that dinner, that boozy launch. And so money, you save so much fucking money. And anytime anyone quits, even for a week, you're like, oh my God, my wallet's happy. And you don't realize that, you don't realize what a priority it is and how much money you spend on vacations. I was like reading, I was like watching a video of this guy, like how to travel to this place with on this much money. And he's like, well, one of the first things I did was I used my credit card points for the flight. And the second thing I did was I didn't drink. Yeah, Because it's just a useless amount of money and it does not enhance your trip. And I have more money for concerts, shoes, and vacations. I could feed my FOMO (laughs) because I have all this money. You can go to me. This is, I didn't see this in the last FOMO one, but when you say to me, this band hasn't toured in 10 years and this is their only US tour stop, I'm there. (laughs) Nice. I can't, I I can't miss that. I I, I gotta be at that. And guess what? I can afford to go now.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can afford to go. That's the thing. Like, and, and yeah, I mean, it kind of ties into the stress thing. Like when that like catalytic converter was sawed off my car it was $1,300 that's and it, I would have been stressed through the roof if, well, yeah. and I wouldn't have a even lot maybe of had the money, you know, I probably would yep. have to put it on a credit card because we yep. were spending, I don't know if we've ever talked about how much money each of us were spending independently, yep. but like I was spending, I think we were spending about three to $400 a month, um, Just on booze, and that was probably that's probably a lowball estimate. I would say, because because, I mean, we had like a certain budget. We'd try to go stock up for the month when we were trying to be good. We'd set a two hundred dollar a month budget. We'd go to the liquor store and we'd stock up, and we'd say to ourselves, "Okay, when we're done drinking this, we'll be done for the month." And then in two weeks, we would be done, and we'd be like, "Well." It's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I deserve this. Last week was really hard though at work. I need this case of wine. I'll just go to Trader Joe's and get a cheap case of wine or cheap. And that's what I was going to say
0: is, yeah, you, you might be like cutting back on how much you're spending, but that doesn't mean you're buying less. It means you're buying shittier quality so you can get more.
1: I know it's like I'd, I'd end up being like on the bottom base, like the bottom level vodka said, Well, maybe I'll try the $7 handle that's in a plastic bottle. Plastic bottle. I was just. Say. <laughs> that's how you know you're really cheaping out when the handle is plastic.
0: <laughs> out of the recycle bin, blowing down the street. You're
1: just like, there goes my dignity. I know. It's so true. And like, Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like when I think about that, so like I'm somewhere between 10 and 11 months. So, I mean, you know, that's like three to $4,000 that I haven't wasted. And at some point I was thinking to myself, I think I'm, I think I'm drinking my retirement away. And I really, I can't, I don't even want to think how much money I would have at this point, you know, I'm 44, we have money saved for retirement, but you know, we don't have as much as we probably should, according to like, you know, the financial planner. Yeah. So we got to catch up, you know, a little, Mm -hmm. and we've got Mm -hmm. plans and, you know, but at least now we have a chance. Like if I kept drinking till my sixties, who knows I'd be fucked. And you know, what I think about is if someone were to come up to you
0: and say, all right, for $400 a month, you can have uh, think of something you want. What do you want? A boat. What do you want? A tutor for your kids so they can get into Harvard. Yeah. What do you there want? Do you want? <laughs> Some kind of plastic surgery. That's not really plastic surgery. That makes you look like Alessandro Ambrosio. What do you want? <laughs> All the designer clothes, anything that you can think you want. Mm-hmm. You go, that's so much money. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, for $400 a month, you can have a timeshare for a condo yeah. at a beautiful destination for, for 400 that. a that's month, so you could money. probably
1: drive a really nice lease or something. Not that I even want that, but for 400 a month, you could save. I mean, I, I mean, you know, let's, I, I don't even want to crunch math on this show, but, but, no, but I mean, seriously though, if you save that, that would be, you know, that would be, you know, several thousand four times dollars 12? per year. Oh yeah. Know.
0: Four times 12 is 48. So that's 4,800 American dollars.
1: Right. And so it's then like, like, what over could the you do with pretty much years, five
0: grand that you have right. nothing to show for?
1: Right. And so over
0: Except five years, that's 24
1: debt. grand, right? So over five years, 24 grand, that, that could be a down payment on a house or, or buying your car outright. You know, mm-hmm. that makes, that's the difference between like a position of power where you can afford to pay for all the shitty stuff that happens to you. That's just, you know, part of life versus stressing out and having to throw it on a credit card or at 29% interest. (laughs) You You just
0: blew my mind where it's like, you could like start your own business or have enough money to quit the job you hate.
1: That's causing
0: you to drink and yell at your family and be angry and fat and red faced. And like you, you can, you can have the money to be comfortable to like Quit the job you hate and like actually live a life that's worthwhile because so many people are trapped under a job they hate because they spend all their money on booze.
1: Yeah. And I think too, don't you feel like that, like the whole money thing, right? Like it's not even just about the money that you spend on booze. It's about like all the like the takeout you order after you bought the booze because you're too drunk to cook or oh the other God, choices, yes. like maybe the late night internet spending. Cause you're sitting there with your wine, self-loathing. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to order some whatever, because I'm feeling yep. bad about myself. So yep. all the other spending that you end up doing because you're feeling mm-hmm. guilty. That
0: $60 Uber you have to take because you stayed at
1: the <laughs> bar true. True. after the
0: bus quit running.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yep. I didn't even think about that.
0: Okay. Speaking of money and FOMO, did you get those, that Hokas I sent you last night?
1: You did. Yeah. These shoes. Sarah sent me this link to these shoes that look like they could be like something you'd walk on the moon in. They were just like these oh thick, brightly colored suede, like yellow ones, like super yellow kind of a canary. Yeah. They were super chunky. They look cool. They really they do. So
0: They're like, <laughs> and that's the kind of shit that I can afford to be like. I think I want those. Yeah, because I didn't spend that amount of money on,
1: on drinks the and wine yeah.
0: and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's my fomo dude. Is those is shoes? <laughs> shoes. All right, I did money. Have we have we button zipped and, cl- and uh, tied that one with a bow?
1: I mean, I'm sure we could elaborate on a whole different podcast. Maybe we will. Omg.
0: OMG. if you have any comments questions or concerns write in um, real quick I started as a gmail account it's soberbaddies at gmail.com nice, I, yes. I don't know how I don't know how to check it yet I need to like sit down <laughs> look at my computer hack into it you know and like, be able to school. check it yeah <laughs> it's like she receives te- to- she
1: receives telegrams like the old school kind <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I do I like things I can touch I like paper highlighter Anyway, soberbaddies at gmail.com. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, write us.
1: That would be awesome. Um, We really want to hear from you.
0: We do. Money. What's next, Elaine? It's your turn,
1: girl. Well, not that it was a really embarrassing drunk, but less embarrassments, I think should be on that list because there's lots of like drunken every every drinker has has a sad tale has a terrible tale Mm -hmm. of something that they did that they regret that they're embarrassed by we've all had those moments. And, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand with never having to be the one who repeats themselves over and over, mm-hmm. <laughs> not mm-hmm. having to be the drunk. How about that is a category of all of its own, not having Amen. to be the embarrassing, over repeating, mm-hmm. annoying drunk. That is bingo. like, bingo,
0: as they say on blow up ding dong, I wrote that I wrote guilt and shame because. Well I was thinking like okay you have the guilt and shame of how much you drank last night how much money you spent how you yelled at your kids how you passed out during sex how you know all the things yeah. and it's like you have that guilt and shame but the embarrassing behavior I I have a uh, being more self aware because every time you go anywhere there's that drunk person at the party at the concert at the di- at the whatever okay and they're embarrassing. They don't, they don't have very good boundaries. They're trying to talk to everybody. They're trying to dance. They think they're funny. And guess what? Everyone knows it but them. Yeah. And so that self-awareness where you go, where, you know, kind of when to stop or when someone doesn't get the joke or when to like those drunk people, like they're, they don't know that they're being really embarrassing. And I, I don't want to be the last one to know.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, I think like, there's a lot of like, especially in our culture, we just laugh that off. Like, Oh, people get like that happens to the best of us. But like, I, like when I think about the things that I did when I was drunk and thank God I don't have horrible, horrible stories, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there are some that I don't even know because my prob my friends probably spared me the knowledge, you know? Yeah,
0: dude. Cringeworthy. And like mm-hmm. I have people in my life and they, I've spent time with them and their shit is cringeworthy. I've posted about it on the app. It's cringeworthy and they just laugh it off because mm-hmm. it's so normalized it's so part of being drunk it's oh we were just drinking like I couldn't walk in my shoes I had to be carried out
1: <laughs> and, yeah right
0: ah. and it's like it's not <laughs> funny it's
1: yeah really it's, it's, it's kind of sad when you start I think that's you know when you start to like be on the other side of that and you're sober and you're watching like drunks just be drunks it's really fucking sad kind of mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I mean, it can yeah. be. There are some people that you're like, oh, they're just, you know, they're just being a bit silly, a bit talkative. But then when it crosses that threshold from where like security's coming over or yeah. somebody's getting like argumentative, loud for no purpose, you know, it's just yes. Tough.
0: And you're just drunk
1: like, people. Oh. They have to be loud and they have to be heard and they have to yep. stick their finger out and they have to get uh-huh. in your face. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they just don't
0: think that you really validated and acknowledged and heard mm-hmm. their point. So the they have first to repeat time. it. For five yeah. Times. Even though it's like the most basic point, it's like yeah, I know. I know that was like established. Got that? Like. So yeah, dude. Guilt, shame, self awareness. That drunk person at the event. That and and also like, it comes down to like looks too it's like you don't have to have that red blotchy puffy skin all the time like you're the only one who thinks that that's normal that's because that fucking purple strawberry of a nose you have we all see it but you don't Uh. all right sober baddies we need to take a quick break we'll be right with you after a short break hang in there you're hanging with the sober baddies